0: Hello and welcome to the 42nd edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, here on this show, the Newsreel, we talk about movie and TV news. But Jeremy, before we do so, let's jump right into our question of the day. The TNR question of the day, uh, to be specific. So Jeremy, we're obviously a movie podcast, uh, but we do talk TV on this show for the most part. And uh, one thing I've learned, especially for these last two years that we've been doing this, two calendar years, and now what, almost four seasons? We're three and a half seasons in?
1: Yeah, for this show, imagine 42 episodes. Yeah, Yeah,
0: 42 episodes, and we've got 65 on our main show. One thing I've learned
1: is streaming is life. Am I right, Jeremy? It is, especially when we, in our first season, I think streaming saved us. In a way, because nothing was out in theaters. We started the podcast in 2020, and we're like, we got to cover some movies that uh, come out on streaming. Yeah, and
0: it's funny. Uh, I, I, I feel like in the beginning of uh, this podcast, we were streaming on a good amount of stuff already, but... Especially within this, uh, I guess this past off season, I think I've added a few more. So I'm like, I feel like I'm paying as much as I used to with cable. I'm like, oh man, there's. I feel like everything now is streaming, and it's it's for it's done a lot of good. It's got a lot of benefits, but man, now every everyone's got it, so it's starting to get expensive.
1: Yeah, that's how that's how they get you, man. It's like just one show like per <laughs> at least, like one or two sh- shows per like streaming service yeah it kind of adds up i know i know and that's how they got me with amc plus <clears throat> better call soul
0: uh, mm-hmm. but uh we'll see whenever that finally finishes uh bye bye amc plus <laughs> yeah Oh, man. But let's get right into our question of the day. It's related to streaming, as you probably have guessed. And so, Jeremy, uh, the question of the day is, what is your most anticipated streaming movie
1: title that is yet to be released in 2022? So I want to preface my answer by saying that we kind of like looked at a list of things or movies that are going to come out in 2022. And one that stood out that I, I kind of forgot about was Extraction Two?
0: Oh wow, yeah.
1: <laughs> and I forgot about this movie one because uh, the ending—I'm not—I don't want to spoil it too much of the the first movie. You wouldn't expect there to be a sequel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it kind of closes things up for the most part. So the, the fact that they're getting a sequel, Chris Hemsworth is coming back. Uh, I guess I can't. I don't know. But so. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hemsworth Hemsworth is starring in the second one. So I don't know if it's going to be any good or not, because to be honest, right, like the the story wasn't all that complicated for the first one. It was Mm -hmm. mostly just, oh, here's some good action with Chris Hemsworth, and that's all you really got with that movie. So I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to either up the story or up the action, hopefully both. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought that the first one was a little underrated. I felt
0: like it went under the radar, especially since um, I think when that movie came out, uh, it was during the pandemic. So there wasn't Mm. any big releases out in theaters. So obviously we were all under lockdown. I'm surprised that it didn't get more uh, streams than it actually did because I thought it was a pretty it, it was a decent popcorn flick. It had some good moments. Yeah, it wasn't the best. I guess story like in terms, of, Oh my God, mind blowing, like story Oscar nominated thing. It's, it's an action flick, right? You know, two hours or, or so, whatever it was of just escapism. And it had some really good action sequences. And, uh, Chris Hemsworth, the strongest Avenger. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say it as good as you. How do you say it? No, no, you got it, man. Strongest
1: nah. Avenger. Yeah. <laughs>
0: still do a bit better than I do. Uh, but I, I actually thought it was really good. And, um, there was a really good tracking shot within the movie. I mm. obviously won't spoil what, uh, what it was about, but that tracking shot still is something that is memorable whenever I think of extraction.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited. I hope there's another tracking shot, like one take type of thing that they do again. That's even more refined than the original. So, Hopefully that comes out in 2022. Cause I know they, they wrapped filming maybe about a month ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So hopefully that's going to, I would project if it is going to come out in 2022, it'd be like in the fall, like mm-hmm. November-ish or October, okay. my guess. And,
0: oh, yeah, no, it's a good one. I, I actually didn't get to that part of it on the, <laughs> on the website <laughs> or that, that webpage that I sent you, the link that I sent you. So, mm-hmm. uh, because for me, the one that caught my eye. And I want to say that we were fans of the first one, Knives Out 2. Hey, you go. I was surprised that it was on this list because I would have thought that it was, I don't know, when I heard about this movie and I kept seeing updates to the cast because it seemed like literally everyone's in this movie. I thought this was going to be released in theaters. And when I actually saw this and I checked out the IMDb page, uh, not sponsored by IMDb, by the way, even though they're a lifeline as well. Um I was surprised that it's coming out to Netflix. I think at
1: the very end of 2022. Yeah, I think Netflix basically bought the rights to Knives Out for a, like crap load of money, so mm-hmm. that they have it, you know, exclusively on Netflix. But yeah, I, I'm surprised with that type of cast. Uh, Daniel Craig coming back as that um, investigator. Kind of like the detective guy. The detective, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm glad he's coming back for it because he was like the guy who stole the show for me, like in the scenes that he was in, especially the end. But uh, so I I would like to see. I want to rewatch that movie, but I am also surprised that it's like it's going to be only on Netflix.
0: Yeah. I. I'm hoping that because, you know, like, I think we've done a, a few Netflix releases on this podcast, mm-hmm. and they were mixed, well, to say the least, with some of the, the, I guess, the reviews. I'm hoping that's not an indicator yeah, of the quality of the movie. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because just to name a couple, like, Don't Look Up was one, mm-hmm. Army of the Dead was another, and, uh, yeah, that's... That's already mixed, you know, <laughs> already there. I feel like there was another, uh, Red Notice was another one. Right. Uh, and so we haven't exactly given the those movies, like, glowing reviews. So hopefully one of these days, you know, we'll get a good movie from Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the redeeming
0: uh, value in Star Wars fanboys don't kill me. Because I thought he did a really good job with the first Knives Out. Ryan Johnson, he's back to directing the second one. And, uh, I mean, they're putting his Star Wars trilogy on hold because of, you know, he's working on other projects. I loved Last Jedi. Don't kill me. All right? Don't kill me. I thought it was actually (laughs) an underrated movie. Uh, Jeremy kind of disagrees with me. Mm, Um, It wasn't the the best. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. I enjoyed it because he took a chance. He wanted to do something different and JJ uh, Abrams just uh, messed it up even more. I think uh, because it basically, uh, yeah, it probably undid some of the stuff that he'd set up, but that's another rant for another day. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: about- <laughs> Cause I'm saying like, Oh man, I really like the force. Anyway, force awakens. I like last Jedi, Try tried to do a course correct that spun out of control in uh, Rise of Skywalker. So it was (laughs) Yeah, Rise of Skywalker was they did not have a plan for that trilogy. Strong start and then they didn't know where to go from there. Yeah. It might exactly
0: yeah. And I think it would have it would have benefited if if it had the same director or at least directors that shared the same vision. And they talked about it before they actually started the actual sequel trilogy. But again, another <laughs> topic for another yeah. discussion. For me, I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan uh going back to the uh, Breaking Bad episodes that he did direct. Um he directed some of the best TV shows uh, ep- uh TV episodes of all time uh within Breaking Bad and so I've always been a huge fan of his I was a big fan of Knives Out, and I am looking out... uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking forward to Knives Out too. Uh, But Jeremy, actually, you know what? I have an honorable mention, and it's actually from The Strongest Avenger again, and it's coming out next month. Mm -hmm. And I think I told you offline that I thought of the question based off of a trailer that popped into my feed, and that trailer was actually for Spiderhead. It's actually a movie I think that we heard about last year, but I think it was... It was supposed to be released as "Escape from
1: Spiderhead," but I think it's now called Spiderhead. They just said Spiderhead. I think that sounds better, honestly. "Escape from Spiderhead" sounds like it's like "Escape from New York" or something, or Alcatraz, or, or yeah, or yeah.
0: Alcatraz. It it sounds generic, um, because I don't think it would deserve a "Escape from." But you know, just seeing Chris Hemsworth as I guess a co-star with Miles Teller. I've been all in on Miles Teller ever since uh, I've watched Whiplash, currently uh, watching um, The Offer on Paramount Plus, Hmm. and uh, Top Gun Maverick is on the horizon uh, later this month. And so uh, just because of those two actors, I'm I'm fans of both.
1: I am hoping that it's at least decent. Yeah. (laughs) The cast, I was like, yeah, this could be really good. And just watching the trailer for that movie, chris Hems I feel like Chris Hemsworth's accent has gone better like over a lot better over time. his American accent, I should say, yeah, uh, so that's an improvement, and it doesn't really take me out as much. but the trailer, I was like, man, this is really weird. heightened so I don't know if it's gonna be it didn't exactly sell me on that the movie's gonna be good, yeah. Um, at least the performances are, it seems like are going to be interesting especially Chris Hemsworth playing uh, someone pretty different than we've seen him before so at least I'm looking forward to that.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because that's actually why it caught Maya. I was like oh he's playing a kind of a different character and because I think we've gotten used to f- um, Chris Hemsworth playing Thor or someone similar to that he's kind of being typecast and I like how he's kind of expanding his roles, well, at least it seems like it, according to that trailer. And so for me, it's more of an, like, I'm interested in watching it. I'm just because I, it's mainly out of curiosity. And it is streaming. I think it'll be on, um, on Netflix about a month from now. And so uh, there's really no downside as far as uh, spending additional money.
1: Yeah, yeah. My predictions for this movie... Just being somewhat pessimistic, I guess. I bet the story is going to let it down. Um, but the we'll enjoy the performances of the two main leads. That's my I guess. Think,
0: I think that is actually a really strong guess. Uh, I would probably <laughs> co-sign on that one. <laughs> but I'm holding out hope. Okay, I obviously this is not, nothing really to do with the trailer. I'm hoping that I'm surprised. Uh, I'm remaining optimistic. I don't have any expectations. I think with those low expectations i'm just hoping that i'll be at least mildly surprised by the performances just like you said
1: yeah at least we don't have to wait too long (laughs)
0: yeah exactly anyway let's get right into the tv topic and so jeremy this week's tv topic from yours truly the tv guy is on the westworld season four teaser trailer that was actually released last week we had two TV trailers mm-hmm. last week and I was like, man, there's too many, and I'll just have to push this to next week. And so that's that week is today. And so um I know, Jeremy, that you just watched it a little bit earlier today. And so um actually let me ask you this before I get into my question for you. Mm-hmm. Um Were you a I, I know you watched the first two seasons
1: of Westworld. Did you get a chance to watch the third season? Not yet. Mm-hmm. I have not watched it yet, but <laughs> It's one of those shows where when I do watch it, I do really like it. It's just I haven't been in the mood to watch the craziness of Westworld yet. But maybe since it's going to be coming out in a little bit over a month, I might be picking that up pretty soon. Okay, yeah, that was actually going to be my question because
0: I, I remember, I was like, I don't think he, he would have mentioned talking about season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I remember watching season three when it was actually going. That was actually right in the beginning of the pandemic. It was in 2020 uh, when it aired, and so I had nothing better to do other than to watch season three. By the way, fun fact, one of the songs that played, I think, in episode five of season three was the inspiration for my idea for our main uh, theme song for the Weekly Real podcast. It was a, a synth song, and I was like, dude, Jeremy, we need to get a synth uh, theme song for ah, this podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah, Westworld inspiring us.
0: Yes, Westworld. That's why it'll always have a, a special place in my heart, just because, you know, we get the whole Bernard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Bernard's just cool in the in in the show. Anyway, um, I will admit that season three was probably just to warn you mm. the weakest out of the first three. I see. Uh, but but season four teaser trailer just came out, and so was this teaser trailer enough for you to like really want to jump r- right in? Like on a scale of one to ten, like how excited would you be for restarting?
1: Uh, I guess season three and four. Mm, okay. What I like about the trailer is that it, show, it it's a big, long teaser and, but it doesn't really spoil anything. And that's, I like that for myself because I haven't seen season three yet, but it's just giving you flashes and glimpses of, okay, this is the, the tone and concept we're still on, you know, it's just some weirder stuff is happening also. So I'm, I do want to jump back into season three mainly because, uh, when we've talked about it before it, they do some different stuff in season three, uh, I guess maybe for better or worse, but you know, it's like that they can't just stay in Westworld at the same time. And I do like that in the teaser of season season four, it seems like there's a lot happening in and outside of Westworld.
0: Yeah. Like, um, and, and that's pretty much the real reason why I mentioned Cause I know for a fact that you'd had watched the first two seasons. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watch season three, but I feel like this trailer could be something that we could talk about because it doesn't give anything away from season three other than maybe, I don't know, uh, people that show up, but you don't even know if they show up for season four or for season three, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, it's been two years. So I I need a, a refresher. I kind of forgot season three a little bit. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I feel like it's, it's a show that I feel like can get back to really, I, I feel like, yeah, season three, it took uh, a little bit of a dip in terms of quality story wise and all Hmm. that stuff. But there are cer- certain shows where and i'll I'll mention Mr. Robot because I feel like I've mentioned that multiple <laughs> times on this on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Season one, I feel like was an all timer of uh, underrated TV show for Mr. Robot, but season two c- kind of got a little convoluted. it lost a lot of its uh momentum because everyone kept talking about season one. Season two took. I guess I don't want to say a nosedive because I thought it was actually pretty good still. Mm. But because season two didn't live up to the expectations that season one uh, had set, it kind of set up the future seasons up for failure because I felt like season three was a nice bounce back um, uh, season of TV. And then four was like the final season was really, really good. And so I'm hoping for that same Trajectory, because I I thought one was an all timer, two was still pretty good. It was just k- kind of confusing because there was a lot going on. Yeah. Three not as good, and so I'm hoping that four kind of kind of gets gets Westworld back up to hey, this is a prestige TV show. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because at least when I watched the first two seasons, it was like. It really felt like something I would enjoy. Like I, I like Game of Thrones, and I'm gonna compare compare it to Game of Thrones because you know HBO. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the whole fantasy realm is never has never really been my, like an eye catcher to me. Something like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, um, even The Witcher on Netflix, and Game of Thrones. I'm like, yeah, it's good, but I like I really like sci-fi a lot, so that's why. Westworld really caught my an- my eye, and seasons one and two I really really enjoyed. It's just mm-hmm. the time between seasons sometimes you know just don't line up right. A lot of thing, other things are happening, and I think that was the main reason why, you know, I just haven't jumped back into season three yet. Hmm. I know. If, I think we've talked about rewatching in the
0: past. For me personally, for this, I'm pr- I'm pumped for season four. Um, I don't know if I'll do a complete rewatch again because I feel like I watched season one a lot. I may start my rewatch on season two because I watched season two really quickly uh, right before I watched season three two years ago. And I kind of went through it really quick in one shot. So I kind of need a refresher on season two and three. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably I might have to start that pretty soon. Uh yeah. knowing that it's uh, coming out next month. Yeah, I mean she- there's
1: a lot of a lot of shows coming out, you know, Stranger Things is coming out at the end of the month, a bunch of movies like Top o- Gun. So Obi Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan. is coming out the same day as Stranger Things. Dude, I was watching interviews for Obi Wan and it was just weird. I was like hating Christensen sitting next to yeah. Ewan McGregor. I'm like, Oh, is this an old interview? I was like, Oh wait, never mind. It's- Nope. It's a new
0: interview. Yeah. You would think it'd be something like from 2005 or something
1: like that. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't look like they, of course they aged, but it's been 20 years. So they aged really well. Yeah. I mean, it, they don't look
0: like a uh, hella, hella old. You know what I mean? They just look like, you know, how they would normally look 17 years later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for Obi-Wan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so for me, I'm going to bring up a little movie news and we've been waiting for this movie speaking of like 17 years. It feels like we've been waiting 17 years <laughs> for this movie to come out. Uh Avatar 2, also known as Avatar the Way of Water, directed by James Cameron, who also, you know, directed the Terminator movies. <laughs> you got to mention that. I got to mention that. The first two now. though, the first two. The first two, oh yeah. I have to <laughs> We got to mention that. The good for ones. Sure. <laughs> the good ones. <laughs> Uh, the trailer came out recently. It came out with, uh, the Dr. Strange, uh, movie. So that they showed that. And I remember I was in the movie theater and when they first showed up and you see all the blue people on the, (gasps) again, and everyone's like, no way. It's like, and and I, I felt old because people were like, this is my childhood. I'm like, I I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that kind of was your childhood, bro. I, get, I mean, yeah, I don't, it was for me, I guess. I was like 12. But some of these people are like six years old or whatever. Oh, that is true. Oh, man. <laughs> well, now I'm getting old. I was, so I was like, but anyway, to get back to the point, <laughs> this movie has been a long time coming. So Avatar also is up there in box office with Avengers Endgame. Do you think this sequel of Avatar can live up to the phenomenon of the first? I have yep. two questions, but that's my first one. Definitely not. No. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know
0: if I'm biased now. Because I'm kind of just going off of my own viewing habits uh in 2022 versus what they used to be in, what, 2008 when Avatar came out, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. 2008. Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm way more sophisticated in the way I in the way I look at movies. And I don't know if it I don't think it's just because of this podcast uh where we, you know, we're talking about it. I think it's just you know, just enjoying movies a lot more than I used to before and having a lot more surrounding myself with people that are fans of movies where we can kind of talk about it. Uh, what was good, what wasn't and everything. I feel like um, before I was like, Oh dude, that spectacle was amazing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, I'll probably think the same if, cause I'll watch it in theaters because this movie avatar way of the water is a spectacle movie that you have to watch in theaters, but it's something to be said. Like if you do watch it at home and stream it eventually, it won't, it won't have the same impact. Yeah, and uh, that, and that's basically what the first one was.
1: Yep, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the first one—it's it, one of those movies where it's just like a lot of spectacle, and it's a decent story. You know, it's 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 nice, but it's really carried by the visuals. Yeah, and it, yeah, at home it definitely doesn't hit as much as in the theaters. Right. Uh, And and don't get me wrong.
0: I'm actually kind of curious because it has been, I think, over a decade since I've watched the first one. So um, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago uh, on this show. We were talking about how they were going to re-release Avatar, um, I guess, in preparation for Way of the Water. I actually am really tempted to go see the first one again in theaters because... Mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember a lot of the story and uh, because I've only seen
1: it literally twice. I think so. I'm probably about the same too, probably, maybe three times at most, but yeah, at least it's been like 10 years <laughs> since I've yeah. seen it. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I, I will admit that when that trailer debut, cause I had no idea that it was going to be released for Dr. Strange when it popped up. I was caught off guard. I was like, what? And then I was in awe of the uh the visuals. So James Cameron got me. He will have my fourteen or whatever dollars I end up paying for this movie. Uh whether it's gonna be good or not, I don't know.
1: That remains so, to be seen. Yeah, because I'm my follow-up question real quick is that if the movie does fail, if they just overshot this thing by like five years. Uh, Do you think, because they, I think James Cameron tried to film back to back, you know, get all these movies ready to get released like every year or whatever. Obviously, that's taken a hell of a long time. But if this movie just like flops, because you know, this movie was expensive. Do you think Avatar 3, even though it's like in the pipeline, do you think it would be released? I think it still will. I mean James Cameron will
0: obviously be the only one that will know if it's actually any good <laughs> or cuz I would imagine that you know if he's planned out a story that far out there's going to be I mean in the net, I mean you've created some stuff you're, you're you'd be like okay I think this second one's really setting up the third one which is actually really setting up for the big finale for the fourth one you know mm-hmm. what I mean so um I'm sure that he's probably at least given the studio execs like kind of like a uh, like a rough things like hey this is what's going to happen this is how I envision these other sequels looking so we just need to make money off of this um, I actually don't think it'll flop I think it'll I think because enough time has passed there's going to be uh, people that are going to be that curious just to see how how improved especially the visuals are Mm. 14 years later and uh there are fans of avatar out there i mean we we just happen to be not one we're not two of them
1: (laughs) i mean i hope it does well for sure yeah because uh, at the same time if if it fails you know he can make another terminator (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so your true uh, intentions are are revealed. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) With Arnold. With Arnold. He's back. Bernard.
0: Wait, what what happened to him in, uh, oh, I think that's another uh, conversation offline. (laughs) I I kind of forgot what happened in Dark Fate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he dies in every movie, so. That is true. Dang it, I always forget. The machines can never live. That is true.
0: And they reason. can always pull from a something in the future because it, it really doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. They need to come up with some better ideas. Anyway, <laughs> Terminator <laughs> stuff.
0: Oh, man. So, um, guys, definitely check out um, Avatar Way of the Water. I mean, we'll probably have a podcast episode in season five because it's coming out in, what, December?
1: Yeah, December. Yeah. I hopefully, hopefully that season's not too packed. When I mean season, I mean the actual winter like movie season, not our season. I mean, our season will probably be packed too, but hopefully there's not too many like good movies that we have <laughs> to like miss out for Avatar. Yeah. Well, time will tell. I mean, we'll,
0: we'll figure that out in the off season. But until then, Jeremy, we do have something coming up for the main show this coming Monday,
1: don't we? Yeah. So we're going to be watching a bit of a foreign film starring Andy Lau and Tony Leung One of them plays a mole that's in the police force. The other plays a mole that's in a very corrupt gang. So I don't want to reveal who, obviously, because I was actually like going into the movie. I was like, "All right, who's gonna be who?" You know, and they kind of reveal that pretty quick. Spoiler alert, I guess. (laughs) But (laughs) but yeah, it's the movie is Infernal Affairs. 2002, starring Tony Leung, Tony Leung and Andy Lau. And it's the movie that inspired Martin Scorsese's The Departed with Jason Bourne and uh, Jack. <laughs> Jack Dawson. Jack Dawson. So <laughs> It's like DiCaprio and uh, Matt Damon. So, I, I, you know me. We're going to be comparing those two movies a lot in that... Uh, in that episode, and that episode is going to be coming out on Monday.
0: Yeah, I um, I can't wait for this one just because. Well, I mean, I just finally screened Infernal Affairs for the first time. It's making me want to watch The Departed for the uh, for the thirty time. But I haven't <laughs> seen Dep- The Departed in a while, so um, it'll be good to kind. Of, I was having Departed fra-
1: flashbacks, but it, it's very similar. So, but there's some things that are different. So. Yeah.
0: Can't wait to discuss what what the similarities and the differences are. Uh, and you'll hear that podcast episode on Monday, May 23rd, if I'm not correct. Yeah, May 23rd. So, Jeremy, we have social medias. How can they keep up with the Weekly Real podcast?
1: So if you want to keep up with us, guys, just search up at Weekly Reel on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. And if you want to follow us on tiktok it'll be at weekly real pod yes
0: and uh check out andrea's Instagram because she's the one that runs our social medias we want to make sure that uh, we support her and you guys support her as well um so her uh her handle on instagram is andrea j Palabel. so um jeremy just want to remind everyone again check out our episode that aired this past monday on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, it's currently out in theaters, and then the podcast episode's out on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Um, and then again, just like Jeremy said, uh, check out our brand new episode this coming Monday on Infernal Affairs, May twenty third. Um, if you want to actually watch it before then, it's available only to rent on Apple. I, I thought it was it would be available uh, in more places, but no, it's just Apple.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I was having a hard time finding. it. I was like, there must be some, some law or something, you know, coming out from overseas. If you know what I'm saying, I that's know. That's stopping because the sequels are available more more readily available than the first one. So I was like, something's up with this first yeah, one. So I know. And then, or and then also, uh, rent it on Apple. But also, if you want to
0: check out, uh, I guess, the similarities and differences between The Departed. The Departed is actually out on HBO Max, so we're definitely still not sponsored. But Jeremy, again, I'll see you on Monday for Infernal Affairs. Audience, check us out. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, all of them. Because we need your support. We love your support and we thank you for your support. We'll see you next Monday on The Real.